tray all the time i don't have an ice cube dispenser yeah you know i feel like you have to be at least somewhat wealthy to have a ice cube dispensing refrigerator yeah i i need to add to the checklist to for both of us to put our phones on silent (laughs) i usually remember but you most of the time don't remember (laughs) well just but, because my phone rings sometimes. But you know what? That's what checklists are for. Yeah. Oh, I actually just turned my ringer on so that uh-huh. I can get messages during the, the show. You got to shut that shit off. But not really. because we get off. I mean, you don't need the phone. I might need my phone because sometimes I do a little bit of side research. Yeah. A little bit of side research. But... A little bit of side research going on while you're clumsily <clears throat> banging around the internet. That's really what it is, though. You're pinballing around, pinballing as you like to say. The, yeah, yeah. You flip your left flipper. That's the enter key. You enter right into the Google. That's like a ramp on a pinball machine. We're pinball wizards. We're searching wizards. Not- We're wizards of search. Oh, uh, at first I thought you were saying like we're searching for wizards, like. Oh, I mean we could real quick if you want to. I mean, you can. This is. I'm not gonna. People also search for the podcast where we find the answers to life's greatest questions, and sometimes remember to do this at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, I mean there is such a thing <laughs> as doing it too early, though. You think that was too early? I don't know. It just seemed a little like shoehorned in there. Yeah, it, it didn't feel that organic to me. No, it wasn't at all. I just wanted it to be at the beginning for once. And That's since, fine, Ryan. Since, it's it's your show too. You can have it at the beginning. Since but not every came time. up, we needed to we needed to do it because that's not even what our search is today. I like how the first thing that came up is just a ton of shit about the Washington Wizards. They're playing against the Chicago Bulls right now. Dang. And it's a close tie right now. It's ninety five to ninety six in the fourth quarter. Six minutes and fifty seven. Yeah. I don't know. They they could get it. They're neck and neck, but the Bulls are slightly ahead, so Maybe we'll check back. (laughs) (laughs) Live. Sports live on People Also Search Have you ever heard the song The Wizard by Black Sabbath? The Wizard? I don't... I don't... I probably have. That song... I can't think of what it sounds like right now. Uh, That's a badass song. Would you like to sing it for everyone? No. Okay. I I, I wouldn't be able to do it justice, and I, I don't... I can't really remember lyrics that well, so mm-hmm. unless I've heard a song like a hundred times, I you know don't know the lyrics. True, me too. And it, I do if I look them up. Like if it's a song where I'm like, this really speaks to me. It's easier for me to remember my own lyrics. Yeah, yeah. You're like for the songs that you write in your bedroom. Yeah, I mean, you know, since it's coming out of my brain, it. I can connect yeah. with it easier. It's n- it's less memorization than uh, recollecting. True, true. Because it's a thought that you had, so it's already in your brain somewhere. Would you say wizards are uh, 
creepy, Ryan? I'd say they're pretty creepy, but only in the fact that, you know, some of them are, like, old and have really long fingernails. <laughs> and they're all yellow and fucking gnarled. Yeah, yeah, and there's like, a, there's, like, a small wart, like, right underneath their fingernail. It's just, like, poking out. Yeah, yeah, those kinds of wizards. You don't you don't want to hang out with those in a back alleyway, but you know wizards can can creep you out. And I'm very sad I, before I, I've before never we met a wizard, so I can't say. I have to say that I'm really upset that on the wizard search, everything is about basketball. Like there's nothing about like a normal wizard. Like everything is about basketball. Not even one search on the first page is like a like a, a wizard, like a magician. It. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Even on Google Images, like, wow. Like, you cannot find pictures of a wizard, like, with a, like, wizard hat, like a magician. Well, you did type wizards, like, yeah. plural. Yeah, because it may be, like, a couple of wizards, well, what you, know, if you just hanging put, out. What if you just put wizard singular? Scratching on a chalkboard with their disgusting nails. It might come up if you put wizard. Okay, I'm fine. just saying. If, we'll check. Well, the second uh, result after Wizards was uh, Wizards of Waverly Place. <laughs> okay. But when you put in Wizard singular, now it's all just pictures of like sorcerers. So I guess there can't be more than one wizard. So because go, then it turns into basketball. What are the results looking like on the on the first page? Here we go. Uh, oh yeah, there yeah, you go. You go. got the definition of a wizard. So nice. uh, once again, Ryan is a flawless searcher. A man who has magical powers, especially in legends and fairy tales. Yeah, like Merlin. Yeah, and you know, there's like tons of tales, and there's some scary tales. Some urban legends, if you will. Yeah. Some internet urban legends, yeah. even. There's been a lot of stories that have come up on the internet, and we don't know where they started. But we can't tell if they're real or not. And sometimes I think most people can tell if they're real. So they could be real, but we we don't know. <clears throat> so I mean, I think they're you know pretty well agreed that they're not real. Okay. <laughs> well, we're gonna find out. All right, we're gonna see. What lies in the underground world of internet creepypasta? If you don't know what that is, we're about to bring it to you right here, right now. If you don't know what that is, creepypastas are horror-related legends or images that have been copied and pasted around the internet. Which, we actually did read this already on the last episode because I wanted to know what a creepypasta was. That's true. And we decided uh, to do a whole episode on them. Yeah, because last time we talked about the SCP Foundation and it it that's it, it kind of re- like reminded me of creepy pastas in that there's just a bunch of like made up things that people share and they're all stories. It kind of reminded me of the uh, subreddit No Sleep, uh, which you know I'm sure there's creepy pastas on there, but. They're uh, often user-generated uh, brief paranormal stories intended to scare readers. Oh, <laughs> I'm shaking in my boots, Ryan. Yeah. In my boots. You're not even wearing boots. Yeah, I am. Oh, yeah. Whoa, he actually is wearing boots. He's shaking. Yeah, these are my comfy boots. Yeah, his body's dancing, but his boots are stationary. 
<laughs> they include gruesome tales of murder, suicide, and otherworldly occurrences. So, uh, you know, there there is a creepypasta.com, and uh, I don't know, like, does this mean this is like the OG? Like, is is this like the hub, or is creepypasta like a generalized term? I think that this was probably made from creepypasta being a term that people started using and yeah. then they made this website to, as like a database. That's what I feel like. Go to the about section, Ryan. That's where we'll get our get our answer. Um where is the about section? It's usually like on the right side. There's contact. contact. Yeah, so contact it's... about us. There we go. That was hard to find. But we found it. For no, you. it wasn't. Well, okay. <laughs> uh, okay. It is a collection of various paranormal and scary short stories. Don't I? I don't. I didn't write any of these. Already, already they're talking like in the first person. So, uh, most not, of them are <laughs> anonymously published on 4chan. Yes, uh, this person is like taking sole ownership of the site. So clearly, this is just a website named Creepypasta to serve as a. I mean, but it's the number one SEO when you search creepypasta. It's so got I mean, the archive of them. Yeah, I mean, so they did their job. Nice. So, yeah, it's just some guy who loves creepypastas, and he collected them all. And we're going to find uh, we're gonna find some. We're going to find some good ones. Do you want to go to the <clears> – excuse me. Do you want to go to the maybe first, uh, if like you the had... most popular or – most recent or I, I was just gonna interject and say that uh maybe you wouldn't be coughing into the microphone if you had something to to lubricate your, <laughs> oh your... like that yeah All right. seems like you need some uh you know refreshment from previous activities I'm feeling refreshed now my voice coming in clearer? <laughs> yeah, you sound like you're uh, a host of an NPR show. <laughs> Maybe one day. Hello, but... everyone. Welcome back to uh, People Also Search For. We're going to be getting a little bit, uh, a little scary, spooky today. Because we're talking about creepypasta. We're here on creepypasta.com. Going to take a look through the archives here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, I just can't stop laughing. The, the, uh, on the most popular or the top rated, the second one on here rated a 9.25 is My Father Punished Me When I Talked to Ghosts. Mm. <laughs> I don't know, Ryan. I think there might be uh, an easier way, you know, to navigate from starting off here. Mm-hmm. I know, And the one thing that uh, tickled my fancy on the, uh, like, the sidebar of the Google results is like it listed like Slender Man and another one and then uh, Squidward Tentacles. <laughs> I really want to know why Squidward Tentacles is a creepypasta. Okay, so we'll, we'll get off the creepypasta website for a second and I'll just type in creepypasta Squidward Tentacles. I think I need a little bit of refreshment too, Ryan, because we got a long journey ahead of us. <laughs> we do. Because. Squidward's creepypasta is no joke. This seems like a personal story written by somebody with a real experience. Yeah, quote unquote real. Real. You can't make this stuff up. All right, so 
scene one. <laughs> I just want to start off by saying if you want an answer at the end, prepare to be disappointed. There just isn't one. We got a lot to look or forward to. Or is there? <laughs> it is there. I was an intern at Nickelodeon Studios for a year in 2005 for my degree in animation. It wasn't paid, of course. Most internships aren't, but it did have some perks beyond education. To adults, it might not seem like a big one, but most kids at the time would shit themselves over it. <gasps> it said a bad word. I thought this was about SpongeBob. It's supposed to be scary. Wow. I am just terrified, but... <laughs> Let's continue on. Now, since I worked directly with the editors and the animators, I got to view the new episodes days before they aired. I'll get right to it without giving too many unnecessary details. <laughs> you better! They had a very recently made the Spongebob movie, and the entire staff was somewhat sapped of creativity, so it took them longer to start up the season. But the daily lasted longer for more upsetting reasons. There was a problem with the Series 4 premiere that set everyone and everything back for several months. Damn. It's a lot of months. Yeah, especially for such a popular show. Yeah, you can wait. Series 4, you know, that's pretty... You know, you can't keep Nickelodeon waiting. Me and two other interns were in the editing room along with the lead animators and sound editors for the final cut. We received a copy that was supposed to be fear of a Krabby Patty, and gathered around the screen to watch. Now, given that it isn't final yet, animators often put a mock title card, sort of an inside joke, but uh, with phony, oftentimes lewd titles. Oh! Such as, How Sex Doesn't Work, instead of Rockabye Bill Valve. Nailed it. <laughs> Is that what it says? Bill Valve. Bye, Val. Bye, Val. <laughs> when SpongeBob and Patrick adopt a sea scallop. Nothing particularly funny, but work-related chuckles. So when we saw the title card, Squidward Suicide, we didn't think it more than a morbid joke. Mmm. Mm. Sounds like they were about to be wrong. They might have been. You want to you wanna keep going with this? Yeah, uh, one of the interns did a small throat laugh at it. The happy-go-lucky music plays as, as is normal. The story began with Squ Squidward practicing, practicing his clarinet, hitting a few sour notes like normal. We hear SpongeBob laughing outside, and Squidward stops yelling at him to keep it down as he has a Bob, keep it down. <laughs> he has a concert that night and needs to practice. SpongeBob says, "Okay." And goes to see Sandy with Patrick. The bubbles splash screen comes up. And we see the ending of Squidward's concert. This is when things begin to seem off. Man, I hope Squidward's not having too bad of a like life. He can't be having too hard. He clearly time. was always having a terrible life that he hated. True. And he was clearly, you know, a narcissist. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the thing is don't work in fast food your whole life, I guess. Unless you really like it. Yeah. While playing a few frames repeat themselves, but the sound doesn't. At this point, the sound is synced up with animation, so yes, that's not common. But when he stops playing, the sound finishes as if the skip never happened. There's a light murmuring in the crowd before they begin to boo him. Not normal cartoon booing that in 
is common in the show. Like, boo, you stink. <laughs> but you could very clear, clearly hear his malice in it. Squidward's full frame and or in full frame looks visibly afraid. The shot goes into the crowd with SpongeBob in the center frame, and he is too booing, very much unlike him. Boo, Squidward, you fucking suck! <laughs> <laughs> very detailed, clearly shots of people's eyes. I'm, oh, I know what that would look like. That like hyper realistic, yes. like fucking colored pencil draw like illustration yeah you can see into the pores it's so detailed uh something a bit more real than cgi the people uh pupils were red some of us looked at each other obviously confused but since we weren't the writers we didn't question it it's appeal to children yet yeah this are this is starting to sound closer to like flapjack territory as far as like how creepy and like ambiguous that show was yeah I loved that show, though. It was very. It definitely was dark. It's like in the similar vein to Invader Zim, mm-hmm. where it was like, uh, this is starting to get into nihilism, like territory. Yeah. <laughs> that and the art style was yeah pretty insane, pretty uh, dark. Uh, the the shot goes the Squidward sitting on the edge of his bed, looking very forlorn. To view out of his porthole window is of a night sky so it isn't very long after the concert the unsettling part is is that the point that there's no sound literally no sound not even the feedback from the speakers in the room it's as if the speakers were turned off though their status showed them working perfectly he just just sat there blinking in the silence for about 30 seconds then he started to sob softly he put his hands Tentacles. tentacles over his eyes and cried quietly for a full minute more all the while a sound in the background very slowly growing from nothing to barely audible it sounded like a slight breeze through a forest well i mean that sounds kind of nice though no wait like the, the slight sound breeze. growing yeah the slight breeze i mean a slight breeze makes a enjoyable sound i would say maybe not sure. in this situation <clears throat> yeah sound like the yeah, darkness put, yeah, manifesting. Yeah, positive spin on this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, day outside in the breeze. Yeah. Do you want to continue? I will. The screen slowly begins to zoom in on his face. By slow, I mean it's only noticeable if you look at shots 10 seconds apart side by side. His sobbing gets louder, more full of hurt and anger. The screen then twitches a bit as if it twisted in on itself for a split second and then back to normal. The wind through the trees sound gets slowly louder and more severe, as if a storm is a brewing somewhere. The eerie part is this sound and Squidward sobbing sounded real, as if the sound wasn't coming from the speakers, but as if the speakers were holes. The sound was coming through from the other side. It's getting a little melodramatic, I'm like. <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to be scary. Yeah. As good as... It's gotten too unrealistic at this point to be scary. As good as sound as the studio likes to have, they don't purchase the equipment to be that good to produce sound of that quality. And what I'm saying is, like, when it's, like, describing it as the sound is, like, becoming real, like it's enveloping <clears throat> the room you're in, it's like, that, that makes it unrealistic. Yeah, there's there's other ways you could have done the story without 
having to rely on like you know tangible things that can't physically happen yeah it had me so far until that but below the sound of wind and sobbing very faint something sounded like laughing it came at odd intervals and never lasted more than a second so you had a hard time pinning it we watched this show twice so pardon me if things sound too specific but i've had time to think about them after 30 seconds of this the screen blurred and twitched violently and something flashed over the screen as if a single frame was replaced Mm, like a subliminal message yeah you got freeze frame it on those the lead animation editor paused and rewound frame by frame what we saw was horrible it was a still photo of a dead child oh oh Oh. (laughs) nice reaction yeah he couldn't have been more than six the face was mangled and bloodied one eye dangling over his upturned face popped he was naked down to his underwear his stomach crudely cut open and his entrails laying beside him he was laying on some pavement that was probably a road so that's not something that should normally be in the spongebob show if you haven't haven't seen it before uh yeah uh needless to say yeah this is a children's cartoon not crazy persons i mean at this point you know the story could have been about maybe he thought like the editor like did some like some uh some fucked up like little joke yeah to like fuck with the rest of the staff but yeah uh, but they're going in a different direction clearly yeah it's 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 already become supernatural at this point yeah it didn't need to be supernatural, though. It could have just been, like... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. The most upsetting part was that there was a shadow of the photograph. There was no crime tape. There was a, sh- a shadow of the photographer. Oh, shadow of the photographer. There was no crime tape, no evidence tags or markers, and the angle was completely off for a shot designed to be evidence. It would seem the photographer was the person responsible for that child's death. You could tell by the way that they were standing. <laughs> we were. No, they, he was. He, it was saying that. Yeah. It's not a photograph that would be an evidence photo. It yeah. Was like somebody's personal photo. Yep. But from it being their personal photo, it's them. They are responsible for the child's death. It's like maybe they just saw it in the street and were like, "I need a picture of this." Uh, that's equally fucked up. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, you can't blame the guy if they didn't. If they aren't. You don't know yet. We're going to find out, though. We were, of course, mortified, but pressed on, hoping that it was just a sick joke. Well, of course it's a sick joke. This is is messed up, man. Okay, okay. Let's bring this back. The screen flipped back to Squidward, still sobbing, louder than before, and half body in frame. There was now what appeared to be a blood running down his face and from his eyes. Ugh. (coughs) <coughs> the blood was also done in a hyper-realistic style oh that would be disgusting in that spongebob style looking as if it touched you looking as if you touched it you'd get blood on your fingers mm. Mm. 
Super HD. <laughs> the wind sounded now as if it were that of a gale blowing through the forest. There were even snapping sounds of branches, the laughing, a deep baritone, lasting at longer intervals and coming more frequently. After about 20 seconds, I come more frequently too. <laughs> the screen again twisted and showed a single frame photo. Now, this is getting pretty pretty scary. You may have to continue reading this. <laughs> I, okay. I, I think my voice is chattering. The editor was reluctant to go back. We all were, but he knew he had to. This time, the photo was that of what appeared to be a little girl, no older than the first child. She was laying on her stomach, her barrettes in a pool of blood next to her. Her left eye was too popped out and popped, naked except for her underpants. Unnecessary. Her entrails... <laughs> were piled on top of her above another crude cut along her back. Again, the body was on the street, and the photographer's shadow was still visible. Very similar in size and shape to the first, I had the choke back vomit, and one intern, the only female in the room, ran out. The show resumed. Okay, so now now that he's sent two photos with the same guy in it, it seems like he's the murderer. Like, you know... Like the first time, who, you don't he know. who like the guy in the shadow, the guy whose shadow is in this. It's like well, yeah, that, no shit. Yeah, now that he's appeared twice, yeah, it's the same guy, same picture. Now it seems like he's killing people, but before it was unsure. About five seconds after this jo second photo played, Squidward was went silent, as did all sound, like it was when the scene started. He put his tentacles down, and his eyes were now done in hyper-realism like the others were in the beginning of the episode. They were bleeding, bloodshot, and pulsating. He just stared at the screen, as if watching the viewer. After about ten seconds, he started sobbing, this time not covering his eyes. The sound was piercing and loud, and most fear-inducing of all is his sobbing was mis mixed with screams. Tears and blood were dripping Bunny down his <laughs> Marley! Tears and blood were dripping down his face at a heavy rate. The winds the sound came back, and so did the deep voice laughing. And this time the still photo lasted for a good five frames. Dang, you're seeing more and more of these kids pile up. Yeah. It's a little too much. It's a little freaked up. Yeah, this story is gross. The animator was able to stop it on the 4th and backed up. This time the photo of the boy about the same age, but this time the scene was different. The entrails were just being pulled out of the stomach. Uh, wound by a large hand, the right eye popped and dangling, blood tripping, trickling down it. The animator proceeded. It was hard to believe, but the next one was different, but we all couldn't tell what. He went on to the next, same thing. He went back to the first and played them quicker, and I lost it. I vomited on the floor, the animating and the sound editors gasping at the screen. Five frames were not as if they were five different photos. They were played out as if they were frames from a video. We saw the hand slowly lift out of the guts. Uh, we yeah. saw the kid's eye focus on it. We even saw two frames of the kid beginning to blink. Yeah, yeah this is pretty disturbing stuff here, Ryan. <laughs> this is... This is 
We're almost through it, though. Yeah. There can't be too many more of these grotesque things that we have to describe. <laughs> the lead sound editor told us to stop. He had to call in the creator to see this. Uh, Mr. Hillenberg arrived within about 15 minutes. He was confused as to why he was called down there, so the editor just continued the episode. Once the few frames were shown, all screaming, all sound again stopped. Squidward was just staring at the viewer full fra uh, frame of the face for about three seconds. The shot quickly pan, uh, panned out, and that deep voice said, Do it. And then what we see in Squidward's hands a shotgun, uh, a bikini-bottomed gun, if you will. <laughs> you know, you can't have shotguns in the ocean. He immediately puts the gun in his mouth and pulls the trigger. Realistic blood and brain matter splatters out behind him on the wall and his bed, and he flies back with, uh, with the force. The last five seconds of the episode show his body on the bed, on his side, one eye dangling on what's left of his head above the floor, staring blankly at it. Then the episode ends. Mr. Hillenberg is obviously angry at this. I would be too. <laughs> he, de he demanded to know what the hell was going on. Most people left the room at this point, so it was just a handful of us to watch it again. Viewing the episode twice only served to imprint the entirety of it in my mind and caused me horrible nightmares. I'm sorry I stayed. They're like, the kids are going to love it. <laughs> this is comedy gold. Put it on the air next Tuesday. <laughs> Uh, the only theory we could think was that the file was edited by someone in the chain from the drawing studio to here. The CTO was called in to analyze what happened. The analysis of the file did show it was edited over uh, by new material. However, the timestamp of it was mere 24 seconds before we began viewing it. All equipment involved was examined for foreign software and hardware as well as glitches. As well as the timestamp, as if the timestamp may have been glitched and showed the wrong time, but everything checked out fine. We don't know what happened in this. To this day, nobody does. There was an investigation due to the nature of the photo, but nothing came of it. Oh, what do you know? No child seen was identified, and no clues were gathered from the data involved, nor physical clues in the photo. I never believed in the unexplainable phenomena before, but. Now that I have something happen and can't prove anything about it beyond anecdotal evidence, I think twice about things. Wow. Moral of the story is sometimes things are a little bit frigged up. <laughs> you might say that. Yeah, so I was, I mean, I wasn't too scared by the story. It was uh, definitely disturbing. It was very disturbing. I'd say that the descriptions of the children were very well written. <laughs> um, I totally, I saw it in my mind very clearly. And you know what? Maybe, maybe it was just, maybe it is real. But the children were just CGI the whole time, and that's why they couldn't find them. They were just CGI children on it. I mean, you can make CGI look pretty realistic now. I mean, over at Nickelodeon Studios. There's probably some pretty good CGI artists, you know. Yeah. I I think uh I think the overtone of this was that it's like a supernatural occurrence. Yeah, it's a like it, it's a ghost story. Yeah. <clears throat> they didn't want the it to sound realistic. The thing that I was surprised they didn't include was like and I ha and we have hundreds of copies of it on different external devices. 
or like you know they didn't say that if it like they tried to watch it back and it like wasn't there anymore like they didn't say that the footage like disappeared or anything no that's true it it doesn't really go into what they did with the footage I guess it, if it is real, then it just it, that thing exists over at the Nickelodeon Studios. Yeah, just like I the mean, name, the yeah. creepy pasta. There is a video, but I bet I bet these are all just like fan made things. I think it's just a still image. Yeah. Uh yeah. <clears throat> I wonder if somebody animated the actual. Like him shooting himself yeah. with a shotgun? Well, I guess that would mean then they also would have had to, like, render, f- like, the photos that they mentioned. Oh, yeah. Uh, if it so, was real, they would have had to have, yeah, the children photos. I mean, I think the whole point of creepypasta is to, like, ma- like make you wonder if parts of it are, like, like real or like what's invented yeah. and what's not what is it based on it's like based on a true story but yeah. you don't know i mean there could i could see this something like this happening without the supernatural elements like somebody making something like this and then like being really pissed off or something and making a video like this and sending it over for for them to view yeah i mean artists are crazy they've done weirder things than that but I mean, <clears throat> overall, I didn't, like, l- like the story wasn't, like, that captivating to me. I know a lot of it I read through very quickly for the sake of time. But, uh, you know, the story, like, I don't know. I've read scarier stuff on, on the No Sleep Reddit. True. Yeah. But we haven't, uh, you know, we haven't dived, like, super deep into this yet, so... There's a lot more creepypastas. That was just an interesting one because it was you wouldn't think Squidward tentacles would be scary in any way. Yeah, it sounds like at this point horror oh. stories are like ghost stories and stuff like that. It's almost that. like a like like how people write fan fictions, but it's almost like writing your own horror story and then yeah. posting it. Yeah, which there are part. ones that are you know like the Squidward one, like that's sort of a fan fiction, but yeah, there's one that I've heard of before where it's. It, it's more of a, it's more of like a fleshed out narrative. It's about the Rugrats. Yeah. Now we've gone to another cartoon. It's the Rugrats. Yeah, theory. it's the Rugrats theory. Ooh, the Rugrats theory. And that. yeah, and and also you know this this episode might turn out being a little chopped up because we might have to cut some things out here and there for the sake of time. But uh, yeah, so some stories might not be the full story, but we'll, we'll give you what you need. But the um, Rugrats uh, theory, it's that they were a figment of Angelica's demonic and unimaginable imagination, which is kind of what I thought it was, you know, when I talked about it the other time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chucky died in 1986 along with his mother, and that's why Chaz is a nervous wreck all the time. Tommy was born in 1988, but he was still born. That's why Stu is constantly in the basement making toys for the son who never had a chance to live. (laughs) The DeVilles had an abortion in 1990. Angelica couldn't figure whether it would be a boy or a girl, thus creating the twins. Wow. As for the all-grown-up uh, version of a teenage, Angelica became addicted to 
various narcotics, <laughs> oh which further aggravate her schizophrenia, bringing her back to her childhood and thus her creations she obsessed over because of time lapse between the present and the last time she interacted with her creations. She made them older. Angelica was constantly <laughs> lacking or taking, taking hits of acid. <laughs> oh my so God. she would never have to live without her creations who were her only company. Oh, kind of like us with General Rosberg. <laughs> He'll always be there, Ryan, in our hearts and in our spinal cords. <laughs> in a judgmental world, Angelica's mom actually died of a heroin overdose in 1982, just after Angelica was born. And Drew, in his depression, married a gold-digging whore that Angelica idolized because she fooled herself into thinking it was her real mom, but always had a concept of her mom, Cynthia, and oh. took a Barbie doll and made it into her mom's image, wearing an unwashed orange dress and having jacked-up hair, which is why she was so attracted to it. Later in her life... <laughs> she was really attracted to her mom. <laughs> Jesus, it says attached Ryan. to it, not attracted. <laughs> oh, okay. Attached. <laughs> I, I'm trying to speed through it, so I, I'm I barely... understand, but I couldn't let it go. <laughs> Later in her in life, she followed her mom's footsteps with drugs and everything. That come on, write it a little better with drugs and everything. Dying of an overdose at age thirteen when All Grown Up was canceled. Oh, so that's why they canceled it because they're real people, and like when they die, like you can't, yeah, you can't continue the show. That's what it says underneath it. The the only Rugrat. Not to be fictional, however, was Tommy's brother, Dill. Yeah, so when the, the show ended is when she died because she's, you know, a, a real spirit. Mm-hmm. And, there's a a, creepy. and there's a little bit more, like, background about something going to Paris and something about Susie. But, you know, that's, like, the bulk of it, like, about all her, like, immediately or, or immediate friends and family, like, had a tragic, you know death or whatever i so, was thinking like this is happening in her head well yeah like, it they says, aren't actually there yeah it says the rugrats were a figment of angelica's uh demonic and un- unimaginable uh imagination but to like become this crazy person like <laughs> how would she know like if tommy was born in nine like 1988 but he was a still if he was a born stillborn then why would angelica ever even know like why does she know that Tommy was born. That's still born. Like, why would she have an image of Tommy at all? They're like manifestations of the friends she would have if all these kids didn't die. Oh, okay. But she, okay. So they are, ima- like, they're literally imaginary friends. Like, all of them in the show are but her. She's, but she's, they're, they're based on people that. Yeah. Or children that have died. And then, like, the, I think they were saying that, like, um, like her mom actually wasn't there. Like, her mom was also, like, a figment of her imagination. So, like, they were saying only certain people. Or maybe they're all supposed to be just part of her imagination, but... It's, it doesn't seem like the adults are. It's just all the children. And well, maybe her mom. Yeah, and maybe her mom. At the, well, because they they specifically mentioned Stu as well. Oh, and then that Drew like ended up marrying a different woman. I ain't saying she a gold digger. It says she's a gold digger. Yeah, yeah. 
So yeah, Drew Drew married her, and so she obviously wasn't seeing that. She wasn't seeing like how her dad actually existed and how yeah. Oh, uh, she was seeing him as like a regular old dad, and her as a regular old mom. But yeah. in reality, I mean, it does make it like, like if you went and if you like watch the Rugrats now and like thought about that, it it definitely would make it seem more like disturbing. If you're like, oh fuck, that's like so yeah. weird. Because she's like a she's a little shit to everyone. Like yeah, she treats him like crap. Yeah, th- I I mean it's it's almost like I would too if I had a bunch of ghost children following me around in my mind. I mean that's you know that's probably why the care I don't know that's probably why you're able to like create this alternate reality because she's like a piece of shit. Yeah. So like you you know now you feel bad for her. Yeah, you don't empathize with Angelica in the original show, you know, because she's just, you know, intolerable. Yeah, she's she's a mean young lady. But anyways, it's it's a good old classic creepy pasta. You should go back to Google and just search for like the most classic creepy pastas. I would guess we should definitely blaze through some like the most classic creepy pastas. Man, I like me a pasta carbonara. What kind of pasta do you like, Jacob? Uh, I don't know. I don't. I never eat pasta really. I guess like mac and cheese would technically be my favorite pasta. Yeah, like a nice baked like multi cheese mac and cheese. No, any mac like I have no Kraft. standard for mac and cheese like Velveeta. It's all good to me. And then yeah, if you get like an artisanal like baked mac and cheese, it can be pretty good. Sometimes you know, you'll get like fixins in there like bacon or onions or some shit or like it's whatever like meat. crusted with like like cheeses or something. Sure, whatever or floats like Ritz your boat. Crap, Ritz crackers. But sometimes I honestly want some good old fashioned like shitty craft mac and cheese yeah i have that i never buy it though so i never have it in the house but well i never buy it either but once in a while i'll just be like you know what i want some good old like childhood mac and cheese yeah and just a little bit of milk and that powder and you're good to go yeah and i used to like the shells too because it would like house a lot more like the powder and the cheese so well the like velveeta the shell shape is good the Velveeta ones? No, no, no. Like they had like the classic macaroni oh, cheese okay. in the box, like the craft. Yeah. But it, but the noodles were the little shells instead of the instead of the classic. Yeah. Extruded noodles. But um. Yeah, I always liked the shells better. They held more cheese. It just seemed like a better better <laughs> use of the space on the spoon. You know? <laughs> All right, so I think we need to just type in creepy pastas and go to that that one that you said. The Jeff the Killer one, because that I've I've actually seen that. Mm. Is it just an image? I've seen. I might be the, an image, but I don't know what the story behind the image is. It just like it, he looks like the clo- like like some dude with that tried to make himself look like the Joker. Yeah, kind of looks like the guy from Saw, the Jigsaw puppet. Yeah, with tiny eyes. <clears throat> All right. Well, this might be a real guy though. He's on I highly the doubt it. Will, the villains wiki. <laughs> well, it's a real guy that somebody made. Like it's a picture of a real person, obviously. Okay, all right. So Jeff the Killer is actually Jeffrey Woods. 
Um, and he is the titular main protagonist villain of the creepypasta story of the same name by brother of Game Fuel TV, who loses his sanity and begins murdering to satisfy his homicide, homicidal urges. Okay, so this is just, it's a story about a, a guy. Yeah. So that's, a, that's the most classic one. But, oh, these are all really long. Yeah, they're all... It seems like most of the creepypastas are just, like, horror stories that, like, horror fiction that people wrote. Ugh. Oh. Oh, God. <laughs> I feel like I've seen that image before. I have, too. Momo Challenge oh, versus yeah, Jeff Momo. It's just, like, people who are doing really weird stuff in Photoshop. Yeah, more power to them. Yeah, I, I, like, I like that people are expressing their creativity by scaring children on the and internet. then also we have slender man which is probably the most like well-known uh creepypasta that's the only reason i even know what creepypasta is yeah and i'm actually curious if the slender is slender man something that ca- came up because of the slender man video game like is he from the video game and then it got popular or did the video game get popular because slender man no it says internet? uh on the side that it was made by uh air kunzen Something awful is, was a pretty well-known uh, like forum. I don't. It wasn't really like 4chan as far as I know, but I, I'm pretty sure it got shut down. Yeah, that's where it came from. It's it was just like a story, and there was like manipulated photographs associated with it because. Yeah, I, it was almost like a documentary. Yeah. In a way, where people would walk around and they like Slenderman would appear in the background. And nobody would realize. Wait, go back up a little bit. It says origin. The Slender Man was created on June 10th, uh, 2009. So he's not real. On a thread. That's good uh, to know. <laughs> yeah, so, something awful for him. It was in a Photoshop shop contest where users were challenged to create paranormal images. Oh. That's awesome. On the side, it says the writings of H.P. Lovecraft influenced the creation of Slender Man, which is like, yeah, that that makes sense. Cthulhu. But yeah, it's about like the, there being photographs uh, showing like quote unquote photographs that surfaced where you could see like Slender Man and then like around the time that the photos were taken, like some like children died or some horrifying shit. And then there was, like, an actual thing that happened, right, where, like, some teenagers, like, killed each other or something, or, like, killed... Because of the... Because because of of Slender Man? Because of the story of Slender Man. I don't know. I feel like that's, like, probably, like, a a legend that got started in high schools when this was popular. You know what I mean? Well, I thought I had heard of it as an actual story, though. Really? That something actually... Well, maybe... I would think that would be on here. Moral panic and other incidents, reasons for popularity. Well, I mean, reasons for popularity. Go to a Waukesha stabbing. Waukesha stabbing. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, this is it. Uh, May 31st, 2014, two 12-year-old girls in Waukesha, Wisconsin, held out and stabbed a 12-year-old classmate 19 times. When questioned later by authorities, they reportedly claimed that they wish to commit a murder as a first step to becoming the proxies for the Slender Man, having read about it online. What oh, the fuck? my 
They also stated that they were afraid that the Slender Man would kill their families if they did not commit the murder. After the perpetrators left the scene, the victim crawled out of the woods to a roadway. A passing cyclist alerted authorities, and the victim survived the attack. Whoo! Holy shit! God, he that's, survived. Yeah, that's fucked up. Both or of she, I don't know. They had been diagnosed with mental illness. It doesn't go in the description, but all have also char had been charged as adults and are each facing up to sixty five years in prison. One of the girls reportedly said Slenderman watches her, can read her mind, and teleport. Well, thanks a lot, Internet. You're, uh, yep, you're rude. You see what happens? You see what happens, Internet? You see what happens when you make something that shouldn't be popular popular? Although, I mean, I it's it's popular for a reason. I think it's cool. I have actually seen the videos that Slenderman like appears in where like people made like a fake documentary and Yeah. <clears throat> I've watched those before and I don't know, there's been times where I've you know, I've been in the car with my family or something, just like staring out the window and just like staring out into the woods and just like imagining if I had to see like Slender Man appear and it'd be like how fucked up it would like it would make me scared out of my fucking mind. Yeah, if, I think if any like classic like horror story thing happened to you in real life and you actually experienced it, you would you would like be go, you would go crazy. Yeah, like there there I think I've had at least one or two well, I know I've had one, but maybe even two or three uh, uh, nightmares where I saw a UFO oh, and then yeah. just like wake up and thinking like, oh, fuck, like, is this like it's real? Is this like foreshadowing or some shit? Because in my dream, <laughs> is this deja vu? Because <laughs> when I think of it, you know, in my waking life, I'm like, eh, like, I think it'd be pretty cool if I saw a UFO. It would be kind of scary, but. In one of my dreams, the UFO was, like, very, very close to me, and, like, I felt like it was, you know, going to do me harm, so I it was <laughs> terrifying, and I just woke up thinking, like, oh, fuck, like, did they visit me in my dreams? Are they going to visit me tonight? They're in my take, butt? Yeah, they <laughs> take me up to their ship and probe me. Yeah, anyways, uh, man, there needs to be a website called... Uh, Creepy pasta cliff notes. We could type that in and try it. Seventeen terrifying creepy pastas, guaranteed to keep you up at night. We've, Let's hope this person did their homework. This person probably did their homework because number one is the Slender Man, and we know about the Slender Man now. Yeah. So we've we've touched on that one. This, this is the next one I haven't heard of. This I haven't heard of, and it looks kind of disturbing. Yeah. So uh, in the, the Candle Cove. And this first image we see is just a pirate puppet that has very depressed eyes. And by puppet, you mean marionette. Yeah, marionette of puppet. Course. And yeah, very depressed eyes. He's got a frown, and you know, he is not having a good time on the old seven seas. So let's see what this is about. Everyone has a television show from their childhood that they fondly remember. Oh, just like the Rugrats. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Like those who nostalgically recall the adventures of Dora the Explorer, Mr. Rogers, and Sesame Street, some adults rediscovered their favorite show from the 1970s. 
Candle Cove on a television forum in Miss Crispy Pasta. Slowly, their memories of the show grow darker and more disturbing until one of the adults asks his mother about the true nature of the show. The forum format of the story adds a spooky realism to the tale and also makes it easy to recreate and share on other boards. If you find the story particularly compelling, watch the first season of the sci-fi original Channel Zero, which is based off of this creepypasta. So this creepypasta is so popular, it got its own TV show. <laughs> that is insane. Wow. Now, I really wish I knew what happened. So that was a real show? Yeah, it was a real show, I guess, but people's memories of it got darker mm. and darker as the time went on like a mandela effect yeah kind of except the mandela effect of horror <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Oh, man. another like creepy ass fucking inanimate object <laughs> yeah number three robert the doll i mean a lot of these seem to be like related to dolls and i mean puppets are kind of creepy um, not for the faint of heart, Robert the Doll really exists. The myths surrounding him vary, especially since it became so popular on the internet. The doll was given to the artist Robert Eugene Otto in the late 1800s and early 1900s by a servant working in his family home. The doll, which he named after himself, then took on a life of its own and began to terrorize <laughs> the family. <laughs> oh. oh, so it's a, it's a story like, you know, like, fuck, it's like Annabelle. It's like... Otto is said to have kept his doll into adulthood and it subsequently tormented his late wife to insanity. When the doll was found by another family, the girl to whom it was given was terrified of it and refused to have it in her room. The doll is currently residing in the Fort East Martello Museum in Key West, Florida. Visitors must ask Robert politely if they want to take his photo. If they mock him or take his photo without permission, Robert is said to lay a curse on them. <laughs> Wow. So this example of a creepy pasta is actually something that's real, but but the there's no way to say if like the myth around it is real, like the Yeah, it's a, it's an actual tangible object that exists, but nobody knows if what actually happened with him or what people think happened with him is real. Yeah. That that's definitely creepy. I like that one. And uh, the doll is pretty not fun. No. He's <laughs> like a little sailor it's, that's all laid back. Yeah, but it, his face is like, it, it's almost blank. It's so weird looking. Yeah. It looks like a gingerbread man, but in 3D. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Number four is Anasi's goat man story now you can tell just from this image that that is fake really how's that well clearly uh jacob he's he's a photoshopped image yeah that's sarcasm goat man Based on a Native American legend, this creepypasta was originally found on 4chan's paranormal board, where some of the best creepypastas can be found. The story follows a teenager who goes down to Alabama to be with his extended family. While he, his cousins, and their friends are camping out in the woods, they see a strange figure, the Goat Man, 
jerking off and sprouting gibberish as it follows them. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It just says jerking and spouting gibberish as it follows them. They (laughs) that one I did on purpose. They spend the rest of the night in fear of the goat man slowly infiltrates the group, terrorizing teens into a frenzied state of paranoia. The mix of pre-existing lore and new narrative is not rare for creepypasta, but it's the strength of the writing that really makes this particular story worth sharing. There are variations of the story, but most follow a similar formula where a group is stalked by the titular monster with different outcomes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's people just can't wait to go home and read more about the goat man, Ryan. Yeah, I can't either. I'm not even going to be able to sleep tonight. Me either. Oh, there's a couple of the ones. See, we've got a couple that we've visited earlier. Yeah, the Russian sleep experiment. This one's that one we didn't get a description of, though. Yeah, it says it's a staple of best creepypasta lists everywhere, Ryan. The title of the story itself carries with a sense of dread and horror. Shortly after World War II, five political prisoners are subjected to an experiment in which they have to remain awake for 30 days in a tank filled with an experimental gas. As with most science-gone-wrong stories, the test subjects begin to lose their minds among a number of other gruesome symptoms. The horror does not end when the experimenters try to save their subjects. Far from it. Just know that this story may not be appropriate if you are squeamish or dislike gore. As the narrative goes into graphic detail about the physical state of the patients, thankfully there are no pictures or this would be the ultimate nightmare fuel. That makes me want to read that one, Jacob. I mean, I'm sure it's probably a good read because this one has been mentioned before, but you know what that reminded me of? Have you ever heard of the Philadelphia experiment? No, what's what's the Philadelphia experiment? I think it's. Well, I wish everyone could see how Ryan started t- <laughs> typing Philadelphia. <laughs> Everybody could see it. It was real bad. Yeah, it was like so, like so wrong. Like I don't even think a five year old could spell it more wrong than that. I I think that I could, but For... it's also a movie called <laughs> the Philadelphia Experiment. <laughs> Oh, okay. Tell the listeners about a little about it, Ryan. The Philadelphia Experiment is an alleged military experiment supposed to have been carried out by the U.S. Navy at the Philadelphia Naval Shipyard in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, sometime around October 28, 1943. The U.S. Navy destroyer escort USS Elbridge was claimed to have been rendered invisible or cloaked to enemy devices. The, stir- the story first appeared in 1955 in letters of an unknown origin sent to a writer and astronomer, Morris K. Jessup. It is widely understood to be a hoax. The U.S. Navy maintains no such experiment was ever conducted, that the details of the story contradict well-established facts about the USS Eldridge, and that the alleged claims do not confront or conform to known physical laws. According to some accounts, Unspecified researchers thought that some version of this field would enable using large electric generators to bend light around an object via refraction so that the object became completely invisible. The Navy regarded this of military value and it sponsored the experiment. Yeah, and then also uh, I'll read the last sentence. Many versions of the tale include descriptions of serious side effects of the for the crew. 
Some crew members were said to have been physically fused to the bulkheads, while others suffered from mental disorders. Some rematerialized inside out, and still others vanished. It also claimed that the ship's crew may have been subjected to brainwashing to maintain the secrecy of the experiment. Oh. Yeah, and like, it, it's uh, weird because the it said that it started in like 1954 or something. So, you know, this isn't like a internet creepypasta, it's, but it is like a good example of like a story that kind of became like a legend. This is like a creepypasta before it was a creepypasta. Yeah. It's like, to bring it back to Spongebob, have you ever seen that, that one episode where like the all the characters get fused together at the end and it's just like this giant blob of like guts and things and then like... Uh, I don't know if I have seen that. And, yeah, everybody's heads are like coming out of it. <laughs> what was the episode about? I mean, this could be a creepypasta in itself. The fused together characters are a fusion of almost all the main characters. They get fused together when Squidward tries to fuse himself back together with SpongeBob. SquidBob tentacle pants? I guess. Hmm. I wonder what season it's from. No idea. Well, if you want to see. Not a very good wiki page if it doesn't even tell you, like, what fucking season or episode it's from yeah it does it tells you right here the episode but it's not clearly stated that this is the episode but if you are interested in seeing this image it's the fused together characters from episode squid bob tentacle pants of spongebob now i just remember seeing this on tv and thinking like spongebob sure has gotten disturbing over the years because like i remember like the original episode was just like him blowing bubbles and they were turning into like cool animals and whatnot and different sculptures and whatnot. So to go from that to this, <laughs> where this could like actually disturb children, like look at Pearl's face. <laughs> yeah. They look. She looks dead. She looks dead. <laughs> Sandy definitely looks dead. Uh, yeah, Mr. Krabs kind of looks dead. Too. There's just a random eyeball coming out of Squidward's left shoulder. Like, this is a real image that they put on children's television. There's, like, seepage dropping, like, dripping off the side of the bed. Yeah. I doubt that's even a real medical degree on the wall. Like, so, it's creepy. It's a little bit creepy. I don't know if I, I do remember that at all, though. Maybe I never saw that one. Probably not, but... I mean, it's basically the, the Philadelphia experiment is very similar from the fused together characters from SpongeBob, except they're fused with a boat instead of a, a giant blob. Yeah, I don't I don't particularly suggest it unless you're into classic horror. But we're obviously not because we're we're here searching for creepy pastas. So <laughs> and those are not classic horror. I think that's a, a modern horror thing. And I, I think yeah. that if the right person found it on the internet that they would have a good time with it. Yeah, I feel like I I feel like if I would put a lot of time into reading different creepy pastas, I I would feel like I wasted my time at the end of it cuz if I wanted to be like frightened at all, I would probably just like read a scary book. Yeah, like a Stephen <laughs> King novel or something <laughs> or a John Grisham novel. Yeah, or or H.P. Lovecraft, which I mean yeah. we found him, we saw him earlier. Good old Lovecraft. Yeah. 
I've never read anything by Lovecraft, but I do know of what they are. Yeah, pretty good stuff. Uh, I don't read that much, so, you know, it'll probably take me the rest of the, my life to read the whole Lovecraft compendium book. Probably. I, I'm i just curious. Lovecraft is old, isn't it? Yeah, it's from, like, the 18th century. Yeah, like, he's not a modern modern author at all so okay i just wanted to know oh. okay hp lovecraft oh actually no he, it was later than that he was born in the 19th century and, 1890s yeah yeah born we have the same birthday mm, maybe that explains why you're so freaked up <laughs> probably hp <laughs> lovecraft and i have the same birthday except oh that's Whoa! Now all our fans. Wait a second. Now all our fans know when your birthday is, dude. No, this is really weird. My birthday is August twentieth, nineteen ninety. HP Lovecraft's oh, was birthday years is before. August twentieth, eighteen ninety. He was born one hundred years before you, which means I'm gonna die on March fifteenth, nineteen. Oh wait, two thousand thirty-seven. So that means you have 17 years left to Oh, live. no! <laughs> no! And then that proves that I am the new Lovecraft. Yeah, he I'm was... his reincarnate. He was not He was not an old man when he died. And, no. and that also means your Cthulhu is fucking General Raspberry. Yeah. We're, we're, <laughs> we're creating Lovecraftian horror. Yeah. General Raspberry? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I love General Raspberry. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe people can look forward to some different content one day, uh, aside from the the classic people also search for, and maybe it'll involve uh, General Raspberry, maybe it'll involve uh, Colonel Blueberry, maybe it'll <laughs> involve my Lord Bag of Rice, but uh, <laughs> the details remain to be seen as of yet. But uh, you know, keep keep hanging out with me and Ryan here on People Also Search For, you know. And maybe you'll see some new exciting things in the, in the near future. Until then, leave us a comment on iTunes. Make sure you... Uh...